and welcome to the Haunted Minds Anthologies from the fucked up minds of the Scrapbook Universe. We're here to give you a full month of scary, spooky shit to keep your butthole tight. Stay with us and we are going to try to terrify you. Welcome back to the Haunted Minds Anthologies of the Scrapbook Podcast. This is Jody Pratt with my fellow host, Patrick Wakefall. Yee! Let the games begin. Okay, so this shit starts out with a song, okay? Actually, a commercial. Commercial will play, and it's it'll be like, Rose Garden Outdoors, come and camp and do hunting shit. Rose and Garden Outdoors today. And then it was like uh, off the 99 in Sacramento, California. 95323, right? And then it'll go into a boardroom meeting. And this shadowed figure is just like, we need our margins to be higher. When you say shadow figure, you mean like a regular human person just, in the shadows? Um, just out of camera. Um, Focus. You know okay. what I mean? And it's just this light. And nigga without his glasses else. on. Exactly. And he's okay. like, the margins need to be bigger. And and everybody's just like quivering in in fear. And they're just like, oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's just like, we need to sell more of these and these. We're bringing in a new line of uh, avalanche protection. I need that to be surveyed, and um, I need people to, uh, I need those notes right right away, shit like that. And he's just like, Lance, um, Junie. And then there's two, like, interns sitting in the back with their laptops and shit. They were like, uh, yes, sir. I'll call that nigga Mr. Peters. Yes, Mr. Peters. And Mr. Peters is just like, when is that group supposed to come in? They're just like, um, uh, today, sir, uh, we'll, we'll have all the avalanche information and then um, how well our equipment works and shit like that. He's just like, um, it's too much money to take them to, you know, to test out this shit. He's like, no worries, sir. We have the top of the line VR um, technology. We'll have them test out our shit right away. Don't even worry about that, Mr. Peters. He's like, uh, he's like oh, good, Junie. Good. And then Lance is just like, nigga, we're working together. And he's just like, we um, came up with this idea. So he was like, I don't give a fuck. Just give me the information and the percentages so we can start pumping out this shit, pumping out these products, the skiing products, uh, the uh, anti-avalanche uh, suits and shit like that, and the blankets, because I need to know how much we're going to sell and blah, blah, blah. Um, we need to go up, up, up. And everybody's just like, yes, sir, yes, sir. And then he leaves. He waddles out because he's a big old fat motherfucker. All right, cut to a room. Um, it's kind of like the bo- a boardroom, but there's only four individuals in there. It's really big, a lot of space in between them. They're not talking to each other, but they're just like sitting in silence and just waiting for an individual to come into the room. They were obviously placed there by the secretary. And um, the people in the room are Cammie, um, Bridget, Davis, and Bradley, right? Cammie, Cammie, Bridget, and Dallas? 
Cammy, Bridget, Davis, and Davis. Bradley. All right. Davis, right? Davis. Cammy is the daughter of um, one of the rugby team players from the 1972 um, Uruguayan uh, Air Force Flight uh, 571 crash. Yeah. The Miracle Flight um, 71, the people who... I respect the work to make that happen. Who crashed in the Andes um, and whose uh, many people survived and many died. It was about 45 regular passengers. No, no, 45 passengers. 19 of them were the rugby players. And her grandfather was the rugby player, right? And um, all her life, she had to... After he came back with severe PTSD, he mentally abused his family by over trying to overprotect them from disastrous situations. So just like anything, people who get into car crashes, they are more cautious. Whenever you ride in the car with them, they're like, brake, brake. Gotta hit the brake, man. Come on, man. Go you're hitting these corners too hard. That is not on your side. Exactly. Or try to grab the wheel while you're turning and shit like that. That's causing an accident, to be real. And um and she was made to stay in the snow days at a time to up her survival chances. They moved literally from South America to Colorado just to be closer to the snow. And she they he would force her, her grandfather would force her to be in the snow, days at a time, and shit like that, camping by herself, right? And Bridget's um, Bridget's background, she was an amputee that lost her uh, leg due to frostbite. Um, she thought she had the right amount of clothing. It was just a snowboarding weekend, and she got lost in the snow, and uh, she got frostbite in her uh, in her toes, and she kind of. Let it go on a little bit too long, and then she got her uh, below-the-knee amputated. Goddamn. That's not a little bit too long. That's a lot too long. Well, it grew. She just thought it was it, during it. After the day she was lost, it came quickly because she didn't weigh a lot. So it came over her toes. She didn't notice that. She just thought her feet were numb. Yeah, you're in the fucking snow. Yeah. Exactly. Day two, she's just like, okay, any day now that somebody's going to come for me, I'll be fine. Day three happened. It got past her ankle up halfway to her leg. And then that's when you got to take the knee. And then she got to take the knee. Exactly. So they they found her on that day three, morning of day three. And they're stripping her clothes, trying to get her warm and shit like that. Slowly, because you got to introduce people with hypothermia slowly into uh, heat. And they were like, this leg got to go. She's about a buck 35. So she was real light. Um, She lost her leg uh, below the knee. Due to uh, amputation. White. Davis. Um, she probably took it better than most. Whites are, are built for the snow. Yeah, built yeah. Built for cold, at least. Um, Davis. It's um, in commonality on these four are disaster situations. Right? Mm-hmm. And snow-related situations. Keep that in mind. Davis um, was out camping with his mom. In the snow and shit like that. Mm-hmm. In the RV. And a blizzard came through. And his mom, he had one of those older mothers. So she was about 60. In her 60s while he was late teens. Mm-hmm. And um, he went to go get for, get help. 
when she came down with the cold and shit like that. He left the uh, window of the RV open mistakenly. Half the damn RV was down there full of snow. And it was covering her body. She didn't even notice the shit. She was just, you know, being an old motherfucker. So, the hell of days go by. I want to say weeks go by. And they're stuck in the snow and shit. She's dead. She's dead by then. And... He's eating all the food and he had to resource to eating his own mother in in that time, in those weeks, right? Um, Bradley, he was a he was a um Olympic hopeful skier and he got caught in an avalanche. Um and he was just stuck there for days at a time and he was stuck in a claustrophobic hell. Um of just being in there, he he could breathe normally, and um, he's Swedish. A dog found him later, later on. Maybe I want to say two weeks later. With the barrel on their neck. Exactly, and that barrel was full of whiskey to keep those people alive. It really was. Yes, it was. So after finding a nigga for days, to keep him on warm. End, yep, to keep you him were warm. like, let's get you drunk. Yeah, to keep you warm. That makes hella sense. Keep your blood flowing as well. Yeah, makes it thinner, but I guess it does make it flow. Yep. Um. So. Those are all our characters, okay. right? And so now uh, Bradley's, like, talking to Cammy, like, hey, so um, how you doing? Like, uh, I'm Bradley, and they start shaking hands, getting warmer to each other, like icebreakers. They start laughing and shit like that, getting to know each other more. And then um, Lance came in, carting in a bunch of, you know, equipment, VR shit. And he's like, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I am sorry to be so, uh, you know, late. But, uh, you know, my partner, Junie, was, you know, keeping me behind. He's a talker. And Junie comes in with more lab, more material for them to, uh, more VR material. And he's just like, ah, don't mind him. He's he's a bit sarcastic. Um, welcome to the Rose Garden Outdoors VR testing. Um, we really appreciate you guys coming in. I know it was kind of out of nowhere, but we've seen that you guys shop most here. And we would like to thank you by inviting you in to test out new products. How does that sound? People are just like, they're just like, okay, I mean, I guess. So, cool. You know, o- overall consensus was okay. And they're just like, um, so it'll just be a couple of hours and you'll get a... Um, $200 gift certificate to Rose Garden Outdoors, as well as this and that. And uh, you'll be in the pre-order line for the materials you're testing out today. How does that sound, guys? How does that sound, guys? You know what I mean? Trying to get niggas hyped for it. And they're just like, Sounds yeah. good. Say it again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sounds, I can't hear you. <laughs> you're like, all right, nigga, I'm not going to buy it. Exactly, yeah, it, it, bro. Third time. So they're like, okay, cool. And then... um. So it's like a one at a time, they hook everybody up to the VR. And um, I want to say Bradley's like the most like flinchy of the VR and shit like that mm-hmm. because of how tight shit is. You know what I mean? Claustrophobic. Exactly. So the nigga comes in, he's wearing like a wife beater in, like board shorts, loose shit. Jeff in high school. Yeah, exactly. Sandals. <laughs> Didn't know Jeff actually owned a shirt. I, uh, until he graduated, neither did I. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, but yeah, so 
Everybody gets hooked up, and they're all brought into a program. It's virtual and shit like that. They're literally all together. They see each other and shit like that. And um, I want to say... Are they in a different reality? Um, well, like, well, not a different reality, but a different place, yeah. Okay, but they're they're still based in this reality. It's not like niggas can fly in. Yeah, yeah, no, no, okay. not like that. So, right. so they move from the boardroom. I have to uh, clear up. They move from the boardroom into a, a big-ass empty room where they're harnessed around their waist um, as well as... Um, Everybody's harnessed around their waist and they can't move out of a, I want to say, the the radius of this circle is like maybe eight feet. So it's a lot of room they can walk around, but they're tethered, right? Mm-hmm. And all along this wall, are, it's just skiing shit. You know, uh, skiing poles, um, you know, the skis that you fucking ski on, snowboards, ice picks, shoes, you know, with um, spikes in them and shit like that. A bunch of maybe items for them to uh, choose from afterwards or just to show like, hey, we're an outdoor store. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just like a wall of guns and shit. Just like that, but for skiing. Yeah, they're letting you know it's a presentation. <clears throat> this is what we got. Yeah. If you're down we got with so it. So far, maybe you can help us with the rest of the inventory and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So they put it on and we're all... this. Everybody just sees all white. We're on top of a, a mountain. You know what I mean? And everybody can walk around. They can feel the cold. The, the cold in the room that they're in. It's just, you know, the temperature's like maybe 45 degrees or so. So it's cool to their, to them. So they feel like they're immersed into it, right? There's no, they're fucking like... They feel feel like they're throwing snowballs at each other. They're fully fucking immersed mentally, physically, all that shit. Mm -hmm. They soon forget that they have the VR on. And they're playing around and they're talking and shit. And everybody's just like, uh, so they hear over at intercom because Junie Junie and Lance are now watching from a window now. Mm -hmm. So they're not in the same room as them. Okay, now this um, experiment is to gauge how successful you would be if you were to use our products in an emergency, okay? And everybody's just like, okay, that's fine. And um, and now we are to start the simulation. And they're just like, what the fuck? I thought this was just like normal. You're playing snowballs. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, bro. And they're just like... um. So everybody get on, you know what I mean? Grab your uh, snowboard or whatever, and then they can virtually grab it. Mm-hmm. They hop on and shit like that. And just like, enjoy the ride. And they click off the fucking uh, intercom. And they're just like, okay. And Bradley's just like, damn, bro, this is what... Fuck, this reminds me of the, the mountains in Sweden and shit. And then, you know, uh, Davis is like... He gets lost to the fucking... Davis is like... Oh shit! Like you know, what I mean, you've been to Sweden. Like I've never been. You know what I mean? Like I'd I'd love to go one day. So is the mask synced up to their nostrils and shit, so they can smell what they're seeing, or is it just a it's visual the, experience? The air is filled with the smell of. So of they're the in mountaintop. they're in a complete facility that that whatever they see is replicating that. Uh, like VR, the goggles. Well, yeah, but I'm saying like you're saying that like, this is a new thing. So is is it like more than that? No, it's literally VR. Okay. Right, and then the what you feel is the room temperature, 
being, That's what I'm saying. You know, the air, they turn they on the air. They do affect the air and shit. Exactly. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I thought you said visually. Yeah. Well, uh, visually, obviously, they got the shit on. But yeah, yeah, yeah. What I was saying was like, uh, yeah, they're they, completely changing the environment. Yeah. Because I went on a ride in a uh, uh, Great America, uh-huh. and it's like uh, over the, like you're flying basically. Yeah, yeah. There's and something like get, a Disneyland. When you get close, like you can smell it, and the wind hits you, and you're like, "What's happening?" Yeah, and you're like, exactly, nah, bro. Okay. So yeah, it's like yeah. that. Okay, it's exactly like that. But like a. But you see it. You don't 2027. see. You don't see the fourteen other fat niggas that are on the ride with you, and their legs legs dangling above you and shit. Yeah, it's just you. You know what I mean? I get that last French fry and they fucking fat <laughs> trying to squeeze in a Kit Kat bar. But yeah, so they're like, okay, like they're writhing and shit. They're laughing, and they feel like the earth beneath beneath them mm-hmm. rumbling. And Dave uh, Bradley automatically knows what the fuck this is. This is a fucking avalanche. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, he tries to grab for his face, but he's just restricted. Because he's like immediately like, I need to get the fuck out of here. He starts to panic and shit like that. and he But he lets everybody know this is a fucking avalanche and shit. They go, they're fucking rocking. And everybody's like, okay, I don't know what the fuck that actually, per, you know, entails, but I'm going to do my best. We have all this fucking gear we can use. You know, they're grabbing shit. And so they're rushing and automatically they're fucking buried in this shit. They feel the, you can see the earth, the snow, uh, Breaking apart and shifting yeah. down, like the sand when 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 a uh, when a wave is coming in, how it just like leaves exactly, the bottom of bro. Your feet. Exactly, I know exactly. Yeah, and so they're moving hella fast now. Like they start to, the breath is taken from them. How fast they're moving, and next thing you know, they're toppling over, toppling over. Like this has them so immersed that they feel their body being damaged by this rolling over and shit like that, and rolling and rolling and rolling, and. And all of it just stops. They're all in black. They're just like, they can't move and shit. Davis is just like, <sighs> I mean, Bradley, he's just like, <sighs> and then Davis is like, yo, bro, relax, 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 bro. You're here. I got you, bro. This is just a, this is all bullshit, bro. Don't worry about it. And then Bridget is just like, she can, she's just like touching her knee and shit. And that comforts her. Like, I gotta relax, nigga. This is gonna yeah. be okay. I'm, I'm gonna be okay. And then all of a sudden, each one of them has a break in reality, right? And in individual ways, Cammy gets those flashbacks of her grandfather grabbing her by the wrist and plunging her into frozen, I mean, extremely cold ice water and shit like that, over and over and over again. Uh, Bridget is is literally seeing her leg being amputated right before her without any um, uh, fucking... Anesthetic? Anesthesia. Um, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anesthesia. Same thing. No, 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 it's not. Anesthetic is clean. Anesthesia makes you go to sleep, doesn't it? Yeah. Anesth- yeah. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I'm retarded, so... Uh, as well as you see uh, Davis, like, with a mouthful of his mother's meat in between his teeth and he's just chewing crying sobbing while his mom's in pieces in front of him and shit like that and then you have um you have bradley who's just like paralyzed in darkness 
Mm. He's just like saying shit. Because of the claustrophobia. Exactly. Being trapped. And so like they're just, they're grabbing for their face, but they feel nothing. They just feel their face, right? And they're just like scratching at their face and shit. And they're just like, oh, it feels like a, a psychedelic hallucination. Mm-hmm. extreme mirage right in front of them and they're just like they felt like all the time that passed right I mean after their accident has just regressed and they're back in there they're back in where they were before all the knowledge of the game is out the window all that shit mm-hmm. and it and it starts with well, Bradley personal growth of like how to handle those situations exactly you lose all that and you go back to the infantile state that you were this at. This is the first time that I'm having to deal with this. Mm-hmm. And okay. completely, and the first one that that breaks completely is Bradley, right? Claustrophobia. Yes. And of he's course. just like, <sighs> it's suffocating. Yeah. It is suffocating. And right before he accepts death, just at, just like he did that day in Sweden, mm-hmm. he lets out this just blood curdling. Katzenganu I was going to say that right after you fucked up fucking Amanda Nunes. Yeah. Screams at the top of his lungs. He was screaming at her dead husband, dog. Like, tears his fucking shirt off. And he, like, this scream was so, like, uh, soul-moving within him. Mm-hmm. It, he tears off the VR, right? And he becomes, like, this complete erratic fucking animal. And to the point where he just like gets fucking loose and he grabs for the ice pick that's on the wall. Mm-hmm. Right? And he tears that shit off and he just starts smashing all the laptops that the VRs were synced with. And he starts with his, right? Mm-hmm. And one by one they come out of or they come out of this uh VR the same way. This fatalistic, this psychotic uh, uh, break situation exactly. that they're being put into, that they're being forced into, and they're just like, ah, 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 and their English is not English anymore. They don't speak English now. They're completely just fucking insane, and they're grabbing shit off the wall and smashing the shit, and they're completely destroying all the all the material inside, trying to kick down the door until like the. The um, what is that shit? I just said it earlier. Until the speakers come back on, intercom, intercom comes back on. Lance is just like, calm down, just relax. The antidote is being pumped into the room right now, and niggas just like, ah, ah. and then they first nigga to go through the fucking that big ass window that they're looking through is Bridget, head first, Psh, right through the shit. She stands back up bloody full glass all in her mouth and one eye is all fucked up and then she lunges at Lance and just like gouges this nigga's eyes out and then Junior's just like Fuh! hits the emergency button and as he hits that shit his hand is met when his hand touches the button his hand is met with the ice pick right over the top mm-hmm. bong Bradley's just like ah, ah, and just like beats this nigga uh, um Michael Clark Duncan style, uh, Planet of the Apes, right? And the nigga, and then they're just like, and they're looking for more, right? 
and they burst out of the fucking that fucking room that they were in. Uh, maybe there was two more people in there, and they couldn't fight these niggas off. Cammy's Cammy's the last one to follow, and there's just complete destruction throughout the whole shit. And then, and as they're leaving the room, and you hear screams and shit. We don't follow them. We we uh, fucking zoom in to the laptop that uh, Lance was on, and it says MK Ultra testing. <laughs> Boom, nigga. (laughs) I was wondering how you were going to pull that together. You know? Because it seemed like it was leading somewhere, and I was like, I can't catch it. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Because you don't know what the fuck you're you're hearing. Yeah. You're like, well... But what this is a VR experience. Yeah. Um, what you see is VR, right? Yeah, what we see is VR. But when, when you we... give somebody LSD, it's what they see. You don't see that. Yes. Your reality changes, and that changes your mental. Yep. Good on you for fucking making a a, a reasonable like like connection. Yeah, and not like just a plausible, being like. It, Connection to exactly what they did. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck, that was... Um, okay, so one thing I would like to add... Yeah. ...is in the background. Uh-huh. Somebody's running out and you say... You see... Uh, you see names of people that are still not yet let out yet. Oh, yeah. So you run by a... a, a like a... Who's cuz that did all the hippie shit with the bitches? Um, Charlie Manson. Charlie Manson. Charles Manson was in uh, MK Ultra. Ultra. Yes. Uh, I believe another serial killer was in. I forget who he was. It wasn't Jeffrey Dahmer. No. It was another pretty prolific serial killer was in that shit. Oh, uh, 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 Unabomber. Casey. Unabomber. Oh, oh. A Unabomber was in Whoa. it. Oh. Fresh out of uh, in college, they were fucking with them, and they were making them watch hella shit with his eyes open and shit. Yeah. And then these are bombing niggas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like y- you fuck up somebody's mental. Yeah. And Charlie and the Charlie Manson shit that was definitely a the government should be sued because he, they did that to him and they caught him numerous times and let him go. And but the thing is, they they ch- wanted to test your power over motherfuckers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And for him, he was like, okay, I write shitty songs. I can do this and that. And he got mind control. This beard is fire. Yeah. And he got mind control over Debo. You know what I mean? And they were like. when he leaves. Yeah. They be talking again. Yeah. But if he doesn't leave. (laughs) You feel me? That talking didn't start. Exactly. And also, um, speaking of Gacy. God, that was good ending, you son of a bitch. (sighs) Man, dude. I like it. Give I like that. it. Give I, I didn't know you're going to wrap it up. <laughs> you son of a bitch. If uh, your hairline was better, you'd be a movie star. <laughs> you stupid son of a bitch. Um, the Chicago something gang, they mutilated women, like 11 women or so, and murdered them and shit like that. One got away. But, that, but the main person who started this shit was a contractor for Gacy. And 
when he when he got caught in Chicago, because they both took place in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they got caught in Chicago and they told him like, oh, Gacy got caught for this and shit. He was like, well, I mean, he shouldn't have buried the bodies in in the house. I mean, and you're like, oh, you knew about this shit, didn't you? You knew for a long time. Because Those he, are the creepy grandparents that you don't talk to. Yeah. When they're like, they come over and you're like, he doesn't talk anymore. It's because he, with all of his fiber, he's trying to keep in that darkest secret. Yeah. He's like, I know where 72 kids are buried. Yeah. He's like, fuck, bro. And I killed about 40 of them. And you're like, that's more than hell. <laughs> that's more than half, man. Yeah. You held me before. This is why you don't, this is why you don't give me love. He's like, I don't have it in my heart. <laughs> you fuck with a Ouija board? <laughs> What's I'm this sorry, about? Uh, but yeah, nigga. That shit's called fucking uh, nice. And, and then it, I wanted to, I wanted to end just a song, just a music to end with the Rose Garden outdoors theme song. Can can I end it for you? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, they're leaving the facility. They do get out. That Rose Garden song is playing, and uh, like they all, you all see them diverge, and nobody goes in the same direction. Oh. And so you just have incels in society now. I'm assuming the 70s, right? 80s? Uh, I, I'm thinking literally today. Today? Also, we can't do the Domerang because that nigga's dead. Yeah. Uh, but you could just be a mass murderer after yeah. that. Yeah, it could just be names of people. We just look it up. Yeah, Bradley. He's a fucking murderer. Yeah, you you know, know what I mean? All the people that have killed a lot of people. But uh, that would be cool to ha- like have that... that that chaotic uh, energy contained within a song and uh, just the visuals yeah, of them leaving and them all being demented and fucked yeah, and then just walking right back into society. Uh, question. Yes. So, why do you personally like seeing them dawn chaos upon humanity mm-hmm. versus... Letting your mind go whatever direction it goes. Why do you personally because like you that? control the narrative, mm, right? You can you control how to a hundred percent. Okay, okay, okay. I like that. Because like some people will say you go kill mothers. Some people will say you kill fathers. Some people would say you rape children. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it. Everybody's mind is demented in their own way when they let their imagination off the leash. Yeah, and they let it go run in the field. Dorothy, that bitch will never come back if I let her go in the forest. <laughs> like my mind. Yeah. I will let that shit go and I'll be lost half a day trying to find it. Do you feel more satisfied with the ending of I know where they go, they go outside and shit? Do you, I, I or feel, do you feel more satisfied? I feel satisfied knowing that they get out because it is in a sick way because it is hurting the population. In a sick way, it's letting the population eventually see the demons that you know the devil that is our government created yes like to to know that like this little sick fuck is in our world because you fuck with his mind damn well knowing that if it snaps he's not going to be a peaceful crazy yeah there's peaceful crazies out here walking around with the t-shirt on talking about fairies and shit yeah. And then there's, <laughs> there's a nigga in downtown who will, like, stab your child in the fucking throat yeah. if he goes into his alleyway. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And you let those people back out. And so that, it, it, it breeds the distrust and that, and that unsettling feeling that the people running us don't give a fuck. Yeah. 
it gives you that it, it gives you the fear that these people don't look crazy, but they are. So it's that like that uh that uh the uncanny valley where like it's creepy to see a monster walking human flesh. Mm. You don't know what people are thinking behind their eyes. You know, you don't know what's going on in that head. And if somebody is able to gather enough, like Jeffrey Dahmer, like 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 all of these, you know, prolific serial killers, they walk by people and they they were at a Seven Eleven, bro. Giving and they're like, can I get two taquitos yeah. and a Slurpee? Yeah. And somebody saw a little bit of blood on Gacy's knuckle, and he was like, banged it at work. And it's from him digging in his fucking crawl space to bury these niggas. Yeah. And. Not to be too too on point with it, Cuz was kind of fat. Him to get in the crawl space and do that, he put in work. Yeah, he it, went out of his way yeah. to keep it close to home, and, and that's also a different that, kind of dimension. That not to be that guy, but that crawl space was big as fuck. It wasn't a little one. It was big. It was a. It was he his big ass made it so he could do that. And I, I he definitely bought that house. Yeah. with that intention. Yes. That's yeah. what they. That's what you don't think about. Mm-hmm. The nigga bought the house. Like, can I get in the cross space? And you're like, why do you need to know that? He's like, to maintain my house. Yeah, dickhead. He's like, I'm a contractor. And once you say that, niggas are like, oh, you're gonna do something extra to the yeah. house. Yeah, that just means nigga, I kind of know how to do some shit. Yeah, yeah. Contractor does not mean you do everything. It just means you do some things <laughs> really well. Exactly, bro. So, um, I'm glad you liked it, man. That was good. That was good. And that was, I, I would honestly call that more of a psychological thriller yes. or, or, or a psychological horror movie uh-huh. because I don't know where you're going with it until the very fucking end. Yes. I like it. I like it. I like it. Damn it. That was good. Yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Hey, so I'm glad you guys sat through this whole thing and listened to me yammer about some great-ass motherfucking story that I made. And next, you're going to be listening to Patrick yammer about some great-ass story that he we'll made. We'll call it part. Let's start, <laughs> let's start a little base where your expectations are lower. Hey, this is the Haunted Minds Anthologies of the Scrapbook Podcast. We love you. Don't stop being creative. Boom. Fuck you. No, I'm playing. (laughs) (laughs) Keep the asshole tight. Yeah. We're going to come at you all month. Don't stop being spooky all month of October. We love you. Later.